Puku and Hooper and Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. with Nick Chubb behind him, he is just better set up to have success if he can kind of rein it in. And so I think he's going to jump. I think the guy who has the biggest question mark would be Josh Allen. And the only reason is because when I look at the personnel, they put Stefan Diggs around, they have Cole Beasley, they have John Brown, and those guys can all scoot and get open and do those things. But when I look at Josh Allen, I think Josh Allen's inaccuracies kind of need you to be a little more play action heavy, a little more traditional in terms of 21 and 12 personnel, fake it, throw it deep, big windows, kind of like Cam Newton had to play. And I don't know if their personnel completely matches up to how Josh Allen has to play. And so I kind of need, without being able to see him in minicamp and training camp, I need to kind of see it before I can say, oh, okay, yeah, he's ready to go. There, when you look at that Bills team, Buck, there, there's two rookies I'm intrigued by because you've got John Brown, Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley, right? None of those guys are big, but they're real good route runners, and you get some vertical play there. But we talked about them needing to get some size. So they draft Gabriel Davis out of UCF in the fourth round, and they draft Isaiah Hodgins uh, in the sixth round out of Oregon State. Now, Hodgins is, is uh, not somebody that's very fast, but he's got a huge catch radius. Um, I know it's a later round pick. People might not think much about it, and they've got those three starters. One of those two guys has got to step up and give them some size, man. They don't have any size. No, they don't have any size because, like, with him, it's, it's really important. Like, I would think of Josh Allen, and I would go back and use the old Chargers model. I'm going to get these basketball players, oh, these yeah. big guys that expand the strike zone. So if he is inaccurate, like, those guys can go get the ball off um, the alley-oop and do those things. I think the other rookie that is very important, Zach Moss. Because mm-hmm. Zach Moss, physicality and toughness goes with the run thing. Devin Singletary had a very, very solid rookie season. Like, his yards per carry was very, very uh, impressive. But Zach Moss gives them a little toughness, a little physicality. And when we think about the Buffalo Bills and how they're kind of a hard-hat, blue-collar football team, they're going to need to rely on the run. And that run game can't all be Josh Allen. And so I think Zach Moss has to also play a role as they're kind of building this offense. And Brian Dayball is kind of – floating in and out of a bunch of different personnel packages to try and take and ex- try and create and exploit personnel matchups. Yeah, I feel like in, in a weird way, Josh Allen might have more pressure on him than anybody else in this in this class because they're kind of viewed as the favorite in that division, the front runner. Uh, Cleveland obviously is chasing Baltimore. Uh, the Jets, even though Tom Brady's gone, I think most people would say Buffalo is clearly the, the favorite above them. So I think there's a little more pressure there. Uh, on Josh Allen, uh, Buck. Let's uh, let's get to this last topic here on on teams at the line of scrimmage because we talk about the importance of being able to play well at the quarterback position, being able to rush the passer, and then also the offensive line. We've always said it's hard to be a bad team w- when you're good in the trenches. You mm-hmm. know, when you're when you're a real dominant team there. So I, I wrote down my top five teams in terms of where they are at the line of scrimmage, offensive line combined with the defensive line, and and tell me what you think and see if I'm missing anybody here. Uh, number one on my list would be the Saints. Um, I think when you look at their offensive line, it's complete. Um, you look at the defensive line, especially with Marcus Davenport, if he can be healthy to complement Cam Jordan and the rest of that crew, they can get after the quarterback both off the edge and inside. Um, I think they're the, they're the top one. The Niners would be second for me. You know, Joe Staley goes out. Trent Williams, if he's healthy and right, has a chance to maybe even be an upgrade there uh, at that position. So they're good on the offensive line. Um, and obviously we know about the defensive line, the depth that they have there. Uh, so they would be two. Philly would be third. You know, a lot's going to be riding on Andre Dillard stepping in there for Jason Peters. 
Um, it was inconsistent last year, obviously much more comfortable on the left side than the right side. But when you look at, at Kelsey and Lane Johnson and Brandon Brooks, those guys are elite players on the offensive line. And then I feel like people kind of forgot about the Eagles and what they did in the offseason. When you look at that defensive front that they have, uh, when you put Hargrave next to uh, Fletcher Cox and then you've got Brandon Graham and, and Derek Barnett, that's a pretty 